Hi, and welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Brian Maddox. With me today is Susan Muller with Tailwind. Uh, She's Director of Marketing. Welcome, Susan. Brian, I'm really excited to talk with you today. It should be exciting. So uh, we're always talking about things that are uh, all things marketing here. So if you could give the uh, listeners just a little bit about your background uh, and how you got to where you're at, that will help them uh, as we move forward through the conversation. Yeah. So I am the director of marketing at Tailwind. Tailwind is the tool that feels like a marketing team. We give small businesses the marketing team they need at a price they can afford through AI. And I have been here for about four and a half years. Uh, My role has changed throughout my time at Tailwind. I started in partnerships marketing and then moved into marketing management and now am the director of marketing. It's been a really exciting time to watch the Tailwind platform evolve. I would say probably we can all agree that there have been some significant changes in how social media marketing functions in our marketing stack during that time. Since Tailwind began as a social media marketing tool, we have been adding new products to what we offer, and it's been a lot of fun to see those come to life. It's also had some challenges as we see how the market responds to those things. So before Tailwind, I was also still in the SaaS world. I worked at BuzzSumo, which is a content marketing tool. I was the first employee there, and I enjoyed getting to watch BuzzSumo grow and become a really popular tool. Eventually, it was acquired by Brandwatch. And about a year after that, I decided that I wanted to look for something new and came to Tailwind. Um. So tell us a little bit more about Tailwind. And and I guess one of the things that makes it very difficult, um, I guess, conceptually, is you're marketing a marketing app. <laughs> so um, how does that work and, and what does that look like? Yeah, well, one of the cool things about marketing a marketing app is that we have evolved our marketing team's function to give input to the product team. So at some point along the way, uh, everyone realized that marketing to marketers uh, with marketers on the team to do that marketing gave us an internal um, internal track to the minds of marketing. Uh, so that's one thing that has been very interesting about this role at Tailwind is that the marketing team is able to test out our own products. Uh, we avoid the term eating our own dog food, and instead we go with drinking our own champagne. So um, that's been a really nice thing about uh, working with Tailwind. The product itself is a tool for small businesses. Our main audience is very small businesses, solopreneurs, people who are running the shop um, and all the things that come with running a small business. For most of them, and this is always a surprise to me, they don't always love marketing. And so um, they are looking for something that they can kind of slide those tasks off to so they can get back to doing what they love, which in a lot of cases is creating products or running the back end of their stores, things like that. So that's what Tailwind does. We provide a way for uh, small businesses to not do their marketing (laughs) by having them offload it to Tailwind. And our goal goal really is to make world-class marketing easy for everyone. So we don't want to... we don't want to just tell people what to do. We want to make it easy for them to to get things done and be able to move on with the rest of their day. 
So you mentioned that small business marketplace, um, and I've been fortunate enough to work in the small business marketplace. Fortunate enough, crazy enough, sometimes <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, work in the small business marketplace for for a long time, and one of the things that um, is pretty obvious, pretty quick. Um, is that the time scarcity is real. So how do you get in front of these folks that don't typically congregate in the place where your app functions? Yeah, so that is a great question. Uh, the The best answer is, I think, from our data, which shows which of our marketing channels is the strongest, and that is our search function. So we do a lot with paid search and we see that as pretty strongly linked as well to organic search. So that is, uh, that's the primary way we get in front of people. We try and intercept them at the moment that they are looking for an answer that's relevant to their business. We also have a, a background in Pinterest marketing and that has given us a really large circle of businesses who know about Tailwind, who have used it for years. And so we work through world through word of mouth as well. Um, we have an affiliate program. So we have people who are creating content in various niche um, audience areas talking about Tailwind. And so that's they do that primarily through organic social and their own blogs. So that's how we that's how we look to connect with those people. It's interesting that um, that you described Pinterest as word of mouth. Uh, I never really had made that connection. Can you tell me more about that? That's, that's yeah. So <laughs> a conversation I think that um, that our listeners might be interested in. Yeah. So um, our strategy overall is word of mouth. Pinterest is a part of that. And we see Pinterest as a place where people come when they are looking for an answer on how to do something. When people come to Pinterest, they are oftentimes in an aspirational state of mind. They're looking for instructions. They're looking for information. So the word of mouth piece comes into play when we have others, affiliates or people who are fans of Tailwind publishing on Pinterest, how I saved this much time with Tailwind or how I did this with Tailwind. So that's how we do the word of mouth through Pinterest. Gotcha. So how is that different than things like reviews? Um, how do you view that? How do you compartmentalize that when it comes to your approach to the market? Yeah, it's so interesting. It's a great question. So I see them, I see the review as the core message. And then I see Pinterest as one of many distribution channels that we can use for that. We have a pretty robust, um, a pretty robust process for collecting reviews and testimonials. That's something that has been a priority for Tailwind. And it's something that we're we think is really good for everyone. One of the the new parts of our platform that we've added over the last couple of years is called Copilot. Mm -hmm. It provides marketing plans for small businesses and seeded throughout those marketing plans, which give people prompts and help them to complete the marketing is this idea of begin gathering reviews, begin gathering testimonials. So I, I think that Pinterest is the is one of the distribution channels for those reviews. And then there are others as well. We have them on our website. We have them um, in social media. We use them in our newsletters. Uh, we try and include them in everything we do, up to and including when we've done a couple of press releases, we always include a, a quote from a customer in those. 
So if you get a message from Tailwind and it doesn't have a customer review in it, you need to email Susan at tailwindapp.com and tell me you missed one and and get on it. So I would love those kinds of emails. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you heard it, guys. You've now got a mission. (laughs) Yeah. Check my work. Um. (laughs) Uh, So. So one of the things then that um, uh, naturally sort of comes up, I think, um, since you talked about the role of the you know search advertising and all of that, um, I have uh, some natural questions, right? So, so first things first, how much um, of your market do you end up nurturing through your funnel? Where does most of your advertising take place? Is it usually at the transaction point or is it much higher? Can I, give me a little bit of a lay of the land there. Yeah, super question. So we look at search as as top of funnel, and then we also have retargeting messages layered in there. We essentially have divided our search market into three geographical tiers. And for each level of, or for each tier, we have um, stranger, I call them stranger ads. Um, So we're looking for very top of the funnel people who are searching for Tailwind. And then we have branded ads that are a little bit further down the funnel. And then we have our retargeting ads that are set up as well. We also uh, look at organic social as really hitting the top of the funnel as well. One of the things that I would like to do is, and is still kind of on my my roadmap for the year, is to build out stronger funnels in our organic social ads. Um, right now, I think they are really looking at um, top of funnel engagement. It's been very fascinating to kind of watch the organic social advertising landscape emerge. Um, we've started probably like um, a lot of other people have started advertising on TikTok and we're mm-hmm. seeing right now our lowest CPM and lowest cost per click coming in through TikTok. Um, we also have some anecdotal uh, evidence from a survey that we've done with new users that are telling us that they're coming from, from TikTok. I haven't been able to connect the dots in our data yet with um, this ad on TikTok is getting this many signups, but right. um, combining the data on the the lower cost per click and CPMs with the anecdotal, hey, TikTok sent me message we're getting, right. seems like a pretty good bet for us right now. That's cool. I think a lot of folks are getting that trans uh, that, that traction, and it's it's hard to say. I mean, it's a very peculiar uptick with TikTok. Um, it's almost like um, some folks go and they they have this wild success and then they're almost fearful to continue and they pull back and it's this uh, back and forth, back and forth. So um, as you're going through um, and figuring out, you know, which platforms and all that kind of stuff, one of the things that's going to naturally uh, emerge, I imagine, um, is now that the AI is coming and eating everyone's lunch and your app is part of that, how... Um, for your clients, how much of the strategies you're using for Tailwind make it through all the way through to the app and through as solutions to your clients? Are you recommending TikTok for TikTok for them, and how are you helping with that? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I think of that um, as two prongs. The first is about AI, and I I've really embraced the role of AI for our own marketing team and use the Ghostwriter tool that we've added throughout Tailwind quite a lot. Um, And I think for our users, it's becoming a popular feature um, as well. We have 
because we have a strong background in marketing as a platform and a lot of um, historical knowledge of marketing, the Ghostwriter tool really cuts out a lot of the work that people would need to do to get a similar result if they were using just ChatGPT mm. um, to get to get AI created content. So the first part of your question, how much of what I'm doing is filtering through to the audience, I would say the inverse is true. A lot of the product has been filtering up to me and I'm using it um, quite a lot. I went through maybe a two-week phase where I was like, AI is going to kill us all. (laughs) And then somehow that faded. I got over it and I was like, it may kill us all, but for now it's also saving me a lot of time. So possibly I've sold my soul or possibly I'm brilliant. Only time will Uh, tell. Um, You know, and both could be true. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So Uh, um, exclusive. Yeah. And as far as what we do in our tailwind marketing, filtering through to our clients quite a lot, um, as we were building the co-pilot tool, we had weekly sessions with our marketing team, our product marketing manager, our content marketer, and myself. And then we would periodically pull in people who are working on different organic social um, channels to create the prompts that now inform the marketing plans for um, for all of our customers. So um, there's a lot of overlap between what Tailwind does and a lot of overlap between what our product offers. As far as um, search and social ads, I'm really happy because we've seen so much traction in those channels that Tailwind now has a Part of our Ghostwriter AI interface that will create search ads for you. It will create social ads for you. And we have a beta um, program that will manage your ads through our AI system. And that has gotten extremely great reviews in beta. We had one woman who had, I think it was a 525% increase in her traffic. Another person had 92% increase in um, their sales using our Tailwind Ads product. I was one of, I don't even know what comes before beta in in engineering speak, but I was like the pre-beta, you know, here, try this person. And we saw a um, a big uptick in traffic from our ads. And honestly, for me, because I wear a lot of hats at Tailwind. I loved having uh, Tailwind ads checking in on Facebook so that I didn't have to. Um, So I am excited about that tool and I'm really happy to offer it to people because it's a powerful channel for us. So it it kind of creates more alignment with what we're doing, what we're saying and what we're offering. Your other question was TikTok. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So I, I, Thing. And I, I need to probably go back and check this, but I think we have some prompts in Copilot for TikTok. Uh, not as many as I would like, honestly. Um, but we have also seen a lot of people uh, layering uh, TikTok. They create videos on TikTok and then they use those to create video pins and Pinterest. So we do see a lot of crossover in our audience um, with using TikTok and Pinterest, which is a really interesting combination. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. It's very, very strange. 
Yeah. I think the video pins on, on Pinterest are really great for engagement. Back when they were idea pins just a few months ago, you know, that was kind of where people were seeing a lot of traction with their idea pins was getting account engagement. So followers on Pinterest, which then can be converted into traffic through some of the other static pins that people publish. Gotcha. There are uh, a good number of your clients um, no doubt, or at least ideal clients potentially that don't have a strong technical background. How are you from a, uh, as a, as a marketer getting in front of them and what are you doing to onboard them in a, uh, a friendly way, I guess? Yeah. So, um, if you feel that you've been onboarded in an unfriendly way, <laughs> that's yeah. also a reason to reach out to me. <laughs> I guess, I guess that would, no. you would see that in retention, right? You would see that. Oh, in yeah. Like, oh yeah. Folks fall off in a month and a half because they just couldn't get their head around the tech. Right. Yeah, I know. It's a very, it, it's a very, it's an interesting talent. Our, the customers that we see coming to us that stick with us the longest are e-commerce store owners mm -hmm. and service providers, bloggers, and agencies. So I would say that the people who stick with us longer are are um, a little bit more on the, the technically savvy side of things. Gotcha. Um, a selling point for Tailwind is that we cut through some of the clutter. Like if you've if you've ever tried to manage ads, I'm sure you have. Um, you go into the ads managers and there's just a lot of oh, yeah. stuff coming at you all the time. I mean, I love working on Google search ads and every so often I go in there and I'm like, who moved my cheese again? It's like, yeah, it yeah. was here and now it's not. And I um, even talk about meta. I, yeah, right. I'm like, you guys are doing an experiment again. <laughs> and now my day is not going well. Um, so <laughs> the UI is just just obnoxious it's it's aggressively anti-consumer yeah two weeks ago ads manager moved and it took me like a, i mean i'm probably just slow but i was like looking at it and finally i was like i'll click this and then it opened an ad and then i could work backwards from that to find ads manager so yeah that's right um yeah that that that's recent hot off the presses meta stop please leave my things alone exactly um, yeah, so I think that that our best customers do have some technical background. And I think they also are like you and I and thinking, gosh, could this be easier? So that's one thing Tailwind is trying to do. Mm. So if that got to the heart of your question or not. It's it's one of those, you know, I've I've worked with um um uh, the the e-commerce space is a little bit uh, I guess the margins are thinner. I work mm -hmm. a lot um in the past personally with uh with offline service-based businesses, you know, your trades, professionals, that kind of stuff, insurance, real estate. So when you start talking to those folks, the needs profile changes significantly yes. enough. It sounds like that um you may not be working to reach those folks directly, but I'm not sure. Um, so I guess this is a good chance as any. Tell us who's a good connection for you <laughs> and yeah. how would they reach out? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great point about um, we do have in our onboarding, we ask people if they have a brick and, mor brick and mortar store. I think people who offer a service like um, real estate would probably find a good home with Tailwind as well. They also mm -hmm. have a pretty consistent need for fresh content. 
Um, so great fits for us are e-commerce store owners, um, particularly if you have a team of less than five. I think that's where we see our um, our best uh, retention coming from. Uh, we're happy if you want to come to Tailwind and you have a larger team, but typically we see smaller teams who really are looking for an all-in-one solution benefiting most from Tailwind. Another uh, audience that is a great fit for us is people who are Pinterest marketers. And Pinterest uh, is the first platform that Tailwind ever uh, provided scheduling for. We're the number one Pinterest marketing tool out there. So if you have a Pinterest marketing component in your marketing um, channels, you're going to want to come to us like today, like right now. Um, if you are looking for a friendly way to get into applying AI to your marketing, I think that our ghostwriter tool is a great way to get started. People love it for Pinterest titles, pin descriptions, email subject lines. I'm a fan of the three-minute blog post. Seriously, mm -hmm. it does a great job. Um, so that's another group of people who I think could benefit by coming to Tailwind. Uh, if you got into AI in like late 2022 and learned to write um, a thousand prompts uh, to get everything you wanted, um, maybe not, but I, I don't think a lot of people did that. And so I think there are people who are wanting to build that into their stack now. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I guess as promised, right, in our prior conversation, uh, one of my favorite questions, and this is super helpful for the folks listening, um, is in your journey to become the awesome marketing person you are now, what are the three big le biggest lessons you picked up in your in your travels? Yeah, so I love that question. I was thinking about it a good bit. Um, the first one, and this is something that's been uh, on my mind recently, is that there are always gonna be marketing problems to solve. So we get paid because we solve marketing problems. I've noticed over the course of my career that sometimes there's this internal resistance or frustration when a problem comes up and I'm like, oh, I, I you know, that's just another thing I've gotta fix or deal with. And I think that a good learning over the last several years has been to embrace those problems. That's what the gig is. And that's that's why we're here because we like to solve these sorts of problems. Um, yeah. yeah, I think another one is that not everyone is a marketer. Um, the Tailwind platform is designed to help small business owners who don't want to spend their time on marketing. I think that sometimes marketers are seen in the organization or maybe just broadly as as having soft skills, perhaps it, you know, what we do is understood in the business as a whole. People think, oh, anyone can write a blog post or anyone can do an Instagram post. Um, there might even be pressures on marketers right now because of the focus on AI generated text. You know, oh, why do we need you? We can just get this text written. But I think marketers have a unique set of skills. Um, being able to understand what a product is, decide what entire audiences of people who are different than you would find valuable in it and then present it in a way that compels action is definitely something unique. So I used to be surprised that not everyone was a marketer. And now I'm like, no, this actually is, you know, it's a skill that, that right. we have or that we cultivate. Right. And the third thing is just to enjoy the people that you work with. Um, you know, 
there are always going to be marketing problems. <laughs> but I have across the board, like the marketers that I worked with so very well. Um, my first boss at BuzzSumo, I'm having dinner with he and his wife in London in a couple of weeks when they're on vacation. And the people I work with at Tailwind are great. The business owners that we interact with as we um, gather those customer testimonials are really interesting people. And I just have so much respect for their knowledge and skills. So at the end of the day, I think enjoying the the people that you're working with is a key to longevity in, in marketing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for as much as we're a data-driven, you know, uh, in many ways, what feels like a science, the relationships are really where all the magic is anyway, um, mm -hmm. because you have to be able to do that translation. So I love that third point. It's something that's easy to forget in the process for sure. Yeah, we're people, people. And so I almost think the more people, and by people, people, I don't mean everyone's an extrovert, but I mean, we're in the business of understanding and communicating with people. So the more people that you can meet in the course of your career, spend time with and learn from, uh, the better prepared you are for mm -hmm. anything in marketing. And I think for me, you're probably having more fun as you do it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, definitely circle back as you learn more about the AI landscape and how it's going to inform uh, what Tailwind's doing. I mean, before long, we'll be able to have it automate every single functioning in marketing, which would be, which would be terrific. Yeah. So I really appreciate the time, Brian. Thanks so much. It was really great to talk with you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at brian at podcastchef.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at P-O-D-C-I-S-T-C-H-E-F dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our Podcasting Done For You service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, we will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck, uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.